Yo. One, the bandwagon radio in full swing. You know how we do this thing, man. Hit that bell, subscribe right now so you get those notifications when we drop a new episode like this one right here. Another special edition of the Rundown segment here on the Bandwagon Radio, where myself, Jay Prague, sits down with artists across the globe. Give them a chance to open up about their music, their personal life, and you know we got to drop that new heat for the end of the show. Is out today. Got a special guest on the phone lines, hailing all the way from Virginia. I have the lovely Coco Kimmy on the phone lines. What's going on, Coco? Pleasure, pleasure to have you jumping on the bandwagon today. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me this evening. My pleasure, my pleasure. Had a chance to check out that new single, Come Over. We're going to talk about it. I'm going to let you introduce it a little later on, of course, in the show. And then at some point, I want to give you some feedback just on what I thought of the record, just as a fan of music, okay? Okay. Sound good? Right. Sounds like a plan. Cool, cool, cool. All right. So, uh, first and foremost, uh, for all my listeners, are you originally from Virginia? No, actually, I am originally born and raised in New Jersey. Okay, Jersey and I came girl. To uh, Virginia by way of uh, my military career. Okay. All right. So, your military career is what brought you to Virginia. Um, talk to us a little bit about growing up. Uh, in your hometown, though, before you even moved to the Virginia area, how was it growing up in that area? Well, I, lo- I love growing up in Jersey. Um, it was a, a really good experience. I was surrounded by a lot of different uh, musical influences. Whitney Houston lived like in the next town over, right? Right. And uh, Salt and Pepper and Naughty by Nature. <laughs> so all of those folks lived pretty much within like a five, ten minute radius of where I grew up. So I had a lot of different um, musical influences there, but I enjoyed living in New Jersey and uh, frequently would visit New York and check out, you know, shows over there and and just have different experiences in the city. So it was, it was really nice growing up in Jersey. I enjoyed it. Did you find yourself musically in New Jersey? 
No, I would say that um, I just grew up around a different, a lot of different musical influences in New Jersey, and um, that was really my foundation. You know, I started playing the piano and singing in the church, and that's where my foundation for my musical uh, influences began. Okay. And throughout, uh, throughout my time in college and in the military, I continued to sing, but I really didn't uh, start to pursue an R&B solo career until 20, 2020, 2021. I started writing in 2020, actually. Okay. So fairly new to the writing scene and taking it serious and focusing on this as a career now. Yes, I've been singing all my life, but I didn't start writing until... 2020 and it's kind of interesting how that occurred i was singing in two different bands in the dmv uh-huh. dc maryland virginia area and um when covid hit and everything shut down you know there were no more festivals going on no more weddings no more um you know concerts everything came to a screeching halt so at that time i decided you know what i think i'm gonna take some songwriting classes and uh start writing songs so i had to pivot and and come up with something different and try and be creative during that time that's dope i mean the pandemic definitely uh i think forced the best out of a lot of people oh yeah most definitely most definitely and it was you know it was perfect timing for me to start on that path because you know, during that time, there were so many things going on between the pandemic, between, you know, the racial injustices, and there was mm-hmm. a high-level anxiety. I had a high-level anxiety, and uh, I'm a really a, an empathetic person, and I could sense, you know, just the anxiety of people around me, people, my family and friends, because we were facing, you know, uncertain times. Nobody knew what's going to happen next? Everybody's at, right. at home pretty much, you know, what was, what's going to happen next. And so I turned that anxiety into fuel for my creativity mm-hmm. to write, you know, these songs. So it was kind of a perfect alignment for me. That's dope. That sounds good. I mean, it sounds like it was, you know, some, some of it sounds like it was meant to happen, if you will, um, the transitioning. Yes. I really believe that to be the case because, also, you know, I, I really didn't know where to start with writing songs. I had been, you know, kind of just writing things down, brainstorming, humming around the house. And I'm like, you know what? I need to figure out how to turn this into a song. Like, I, I really want to learn how to do this. And um, one of the people I've been following on Instagram, Moo Fresh, she is a Grammy-nominated artist. Mm-hmm. And she's been, she's been on tour since she was 13 well, when the pandemic hit. You know, all the concerts stopped, all the touring stopped, and it was her perfect opportunity to act on something that she had been dreaming of, and that was a, an online university course where she could teach people wow. how to write songs. And so, like I said, it was like perfect alignment because April of 2020 was when she started offering those classes online. I said, perfect, I'm going to take them. So... That's where I started, and she's been a great mentor for me. Mm-hmm. It is. 
Talking to Coco Kimmy right now, uh, Virginia by way of Jersey. Um, got the new single, Come Over. Let's talk about the single a little bit. What was the purpose of the song? Well, Come Over was written during the height of the lockdown of the pandemic. You know, I think I was really feeling like I was missing my family. I was missing my friends. You know, and I know a lot of people, a lot of other people were too. We were all kind of going through this collective experience together mm-hmm. of being isolated, you know, being frustrated with, with different things that were going on and being separated from our loved ones. And that was kind of the, you know, the beginning of, of the thought process of, okay, let me try and put these thoughts and these feelings into words to kind of explain, you know, how I want this to end, right? I want everybody to to come over, you know, we've been (laughs) separated for long enough. And I think everybody is kind of feeling like, man, when is this going to be over? When are we going to get back to some kind of normalcy again, where we can, you know, love on our family members and our friends and see them on a regular basis. So that's really where my mindset was when I was creating that song, just that longing for, you know, interaction, longing for, you know, physical touch. You know, we don't talk about those things a lot, but when you're isolated, you long for those things. And I really wanted to just express how I felt about it and share that with the world and I think a lot of people can relate to feeling that way especially with this experience that we've had with the pandemic now what would you say are the the feelings or the emotions you wanted to pull out of the listener um I think we all can relate like you said it's relatable um but what would you say is that feeling or that emotion that you were really trying to pull from that listener listening to this record Well, the feeling was more one of, you know, expressing that we've been isolated and frustrated, but now like a post-pandemic feeling of that longing is coming to an end and we're able to see each other Mm -hmm. and be around each other and um, experience that happiness when you see, you know, see people that you haven't seen for a while. It's almost like kind of like a celebration, even if you will. Yes. Exactly, okay. like a celebration, and I think everybody's looking forward to that, right? So where we can, right. you know, stop with the mask and visit with whoever we want to visit with when we want to visit, <laughs> right. and not think about these restrictions, but you know, being together with the people that we care about. Now, how would you say your area's been responding to the the record, the new release? What's the feedback been? <laughs> Well, it's interesting um, in that they, you know, a lot of people are saying they feel like it's, you know, a new, fresh R&B sound that they haven't heard before, you know, kind of a twist. It has that nostalgic 90s feel, but Mm -hmm. it's, you know, a modern twist with modern beats, and um, the response has been very good, and I'm excited. I'm excited that it's being shared around the world so other people can also enjoy it. Now, are you working on any upcoming projects or anything, like a whole body of work, something that our, the listeners, the, the followers can tap into? What, what does that look like, uh, a project from you? Oh, yeah, definitely. So just to kind of um, give you a, an idea of what I've been doing, 
this is the fourth single that I've released. Um, the first three were Keep Your Head Up, Shine, and Triggered. You can check those out. But I have a collection of work that's coming out in February. I'll be releasing an EP. And I'm excited. I'm really excited to share that. Uh, I wrote all of that during the pandemic. And I've been kind of just releasing them a little bit at a time. Not to give you guys everything at once. <laughs> but I'm excited to uh, release that project at the end of February. And that project is called Namaste Free All Day. And the reason I named it that was because during the pandemic, I I meditated quite a bit mm -hmm. just to, you know, keep myself in a positive vibration. Um, there was a lot of things going on in the world that if you let it, it could bring you down. And so my mindset during that time was that no matter what is going on in the world, no matter what is happening around you, you know, nobody can take your mind from you and we can tap into that energy and keep ourselves free mm -hmm. um, by by meditating and thinking on good things. And so that's what I had to do and I felt was very helpful to me to get myself through the pandemic, you know, and um, that's why I named it Namaste, Free All Day. Namaste is a greeting um, that most people are familiar with if you do yoga, um, but, you know, and it's just, it's really putting yourself in a state of mind to um, experience, you know, high vibrations and freedom, freedom of your mind, freedom of your soul, no matter what circumstances you're in, no matter what you're going through, we can control that. And um, so there was a collection of songs that I put together that really speak to what I was feeling and what I wanted to share with everybody as a form of like encouragement and hope, you know, because we really dealt with, you know, some heavy issues, you know, between what happened with George Floyd yep. and, yep. you know, a lot of different things were highlighted around the world of the injustices that are still occurring. And it was kind of a wake up call for all of us. Um, but at the same time, we have to, you know, stay positive and um, regardless of what's going in, on in the world, that's what we can do to help ourselves and to raise the vibration around the world. Mm -hmm. Love the way you explained that so eloquently. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, I mean, that's really how I feel, you know, I, and it was, like I said, it was a heavy time. I don't know how you felt, but... No, it definitely was. It was rough, you know, just thinking about, like, you know, some people didn't have their jobs anymore, and some people couldn't see their family members. You know, I lost family members. I think there are quite a few people that did, um, either due to COVID or due to other reasons. But um, it was a heavy, it's been a heavy time, you know, these past 18 months. And I wanted to share something that I felt could be uplifting um, to other people. Yeah. Well, I definitely got that sense as well from the record come over. Uh, as a matter of fact, let me take this time to give you some feedback, what I thought about the record. Um, I definitely got that good energy, good vibration kind of vibe with the record. Uh, very unique sound overall. I thought it was some great writing on this, nice lyrics. Um, I love well, the soft, you. yeah, I love the soft and sultry vibe of the record too. It kind of gave me that kind of vibe and energy. Um, I like the nice up-tempo beat. I feel like it, it makes you want to move, but I thought it, it still fit your voice and, and, and the energy of the record holistically. I thought it matched. Um, 
I can hear this, you know, hip hop radio, but I, I get a neo soul kind of vibe and R and B vibe. So I think it has crossover potential too with it. Yeah, I you know I think um, I love your feedback. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> yeah. I appreciate it. Yes, ma'am. Thank and, you. And um, it's it's um, it's nice to you know bring something to the table that is different than what's already there, right? Right. Definitely. And a lot of times people don't know they have an appetite for what you have until you bring it to the table. Mm, I like and how you said so that. It's yeah. a pleasure. It's a pleasure to you know to be a part of that and to bring something new, to bring something fresh. It's not rehashed. It's not sampled. You know, it's not auto tuned. It's me. Right. It's just me coming from my soul. Very authentic and organic. <laughs> now. What do you appreciate most about the writing process and the creative process since you've like journeyed down this 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 uh, road? Like, what do you appreciate most about that writing process? Well, I think what I appreciate the most is that I have the freedom to express myself um, with whatever I'm feeling. You know, I don't feel like I have any constraints. You know, as an indie artist. You know, there are no rules. <laughs> I make the rules, right? For whatever I want to do, whatever I want to talk about, whatever I want to express, whatever's on my heart. And so for me, that is the part that I appreciate the most is the freedom to express exactly what's inside of me um, without anyone else curtailing my message, right? Without anyone else saying um, whether they think it's good enough or not. Um, if I think it's good enough, then I can present it to the world. And so I think there's, you know, there's value in that freedom of speech, right? And freedom to create um, without boundaries. Okay. Now, I've, I'm pretty sure this is going to be very interesting. What was name some of the people that inspire some of the musicians, artists that inspired you over the years musically? Well, well, growing up, I had a very eccentric um, exposure to music. You know, my parents listened to all kinds of different music. My mom really was gospel, James Brown. My dad listened to uh, country music, blues. Okay. <laughs> um, and so I had, you know, kind of an eclectic mix growing up. But um, I absolutely love, like, Aaliyah, Missy Elliott, Lauryn Hill, uh, Erica Badu, Jill Scott, like I, I just, I really love. Um, those are some of the artists that that I really love. I grew up on Salt and Pepper and uh, Biggie and Tupac. You know, those those are really big influences for me growing up. Um, but what I will also say is that as I listen to different different musicians and different artists, I believe that. You know, their sounds really become a part of a part of your DNA. You know, anything that you take in becomes a part of you, you know, whether you really appreciate that or not. You know, as you're listening to things, they become a part of you. And, um, you know, but there's a lot of R&B, hip hop were really my main influences. But you will also see later on when I start releasing more music that I'm not tied to one specific um, genre or sound. I just like to create. 
You're an artist. <laughs> I am. I am. I am an artist, yes. <laughs> now, let me ask you this as an artist. Do you have any fears when it comes to like recording or performing? Any fears? Do I have fears? Of course. Um, Talk to us. <laughs> so, so I will let me share this with you. So, what I think a lot of people don't realize or don't know is that all the music that I've created um, to this point and the music that I'll be releasing uh, at the end of February for my project was created in my house, oh. in my closet. Oh, wow. I, I recorded it all at home. I don't have an in-home studio, right? My in-home studio is my Mac, <laughs> my garage band. <laughs> and, um, you know, so, uh, you know, when you talk about, you know, coming out the mud, right? Doing, yes, <laughs> doing project, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> that's, um, that's what you're getting, you know, is um, truly from my house from my closet stuff that i bought off of amazon <laughs> to put this together and then I, I was able to connect with you know a great sound engineer to help me do the mixing and mastering dj dummy um and so the fear that i have let's see so i've never recorded in the studio in a real studio okay as a solo artist so I don't know if I call that a fear, maybe an apprehension of the unknown, right? right. <laughs> a different experience. But for me, I face my fears head on, <laughs> head on, and just go for it because I really don't think that there's ever failure. It's either you win or you learn, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. If so, you're doing it right, yeah. That's right. Yeah, but when you asked me that question, that was the first thing that came to my mind that that's going to be a new experience for me when I do transition to actually recording in a real studio. Right. Now, how about hitting the stage? Is, is that at all nerve-wracking for you, the performance part? It, I think that'll be fun, actually. I mean, so I used to sing in the R, two different R&B bands, right. so I have performed. But as, performing as a solo artist yes. with my own band mm-hmm. and all that good stuff, um, I'm just going to take it one day at a time. One day at a time. Right now, I am enjoying the creative, um, creative moments and just expressing myself and writing. And um, I really love that part about it. But I will be performing at some point and uh, want to see what what the people like. You know, right. put out a couple different singles, put out the projects, see what everybody likes, see what they want to hear, and we'll go from there. Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, now, let me ask you a couple more questions because I, I want our people to definitely tap in and, and hear the song. Um, but what's some of those important things to you that when it comes to releasing your music? What's like top tier on your list of things um, that are must haves or must do's when it comes to releasing your music or your projects? Well, I gotta make sure that the sound is right. <laughs> I gotta make sure that I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling what I'm putting out. <laughs> True. And um, so that's that's really important to me. And also, the message. The message is really important to me. I want to either communicate a message of encouragement or and hope and something that's uplifting. Um, 
and authenticity. You know, it doesn't always have to be, you know, uplifting. I do believe it needs to be authentic. That is very important to me. It has to be authentic. Now, what would you say is your ultimate goal in this music industry? What, what do you want to see happen for yourself and for your career? So, my ultimate goal, and the reason I do this, is really to, well, for one, for me, is very therapeutic. Hmm. You know, expressing myself and writing and then sharing it is, is very therapeutic for me. But also, the outcome that I want is to raise the vibration. And so I believe there's a lot of music out there that's not necessarily positive mm-hmm. and, um, you know, is also detrimental to our communities. And I want to put positive uh, vibes out there into the community, into the world. So that, that, that is my ultimate goal is to do that. Now, if you had to sell yourself to my listeners right now, you had to sell yourself, right? Like, who is Coco Kidney? Why should they listen to the music? Why should they follow the movement? Why should they listen to Coco Kimmy? Because she's authentic, I'm unique, I'm versatile. I have a sound that you have never heard before. My voice is sexy and sultry, and I'll give you a message mm-hmm. that you won't forget. <laughs> wow, I'm so, I'm so. <laughs> you caught up, huh? Oh, I'm so. I like how you did that. I'm so. You got me. <laughs> In all honesty, seriously, that's me. I, I want to just be me. And, and through this process of me becoming an artist, you know, I, I honestly used to think about, like, what what is the image I want to portray? Like, what what image should I have? And... You know, what I learned through going through the artist boot camp that Moomoo Fresh offers mm-hmm. is that you have to identify who you are and as a person and what do you want to say to the world. Mm-hmm. And that is your image, right? If you're being authentic, that is your image. It should not be something that someone else creates for you, you know, whether it be a look or, you know, it, it should be you. And mm-hmm. if it's you then it's like it's authentic and you don't have to really work at that (laughs) an image right because it's you you're just being yourself and so that really resonated with me when I went through the boot camp and I think that really helped to set my foundation for who I am as an artist because it's very similar to or it's aligned with who I am as a person Oh, that makes sense. Makes intense sense. Uh, and to all the listeners out there, fellas especially, she's she's not lying. She definitely has the look, and you hear the sound. You know what I'm saying? As a matter of fact, well, thank you. You're so sweet. Thank you as well. No, my pleasure. That's my pleasure, sister. Um, I want to make sure our listeners can tap in with you. How can they follow? What's the social media handle? Yes, definitely. So if you're on Instagram. Or SoundCloud, you can follow me on Coco Kimmy. I also have an artist website, CocoKimmy.com. And if you'd like to follow me on Facebook, it's Kim Moncrief, M-O-N-C-R-I-E-F-F-E. And on Twitter, it's Coco Kimmy One. 
Also, you can find my music available on all streaming platforms. You can also Google me if you like. <laughs> there you go. She's Googleable. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> all that. Yeah, you can Google me too. <laughs> All right, y'all tap in with a Coco Kimmy. It's been a pleasure talking to you, love. Um, go ahead, introduce the new single for the people. Yes, the pleasure is all mine. And the next sound that you will hear is my fourth single, Come Over. And I hope to bring you happiness and that you can jam with it. So check it out. There it is. You're hearing it for the first time right now. The Bandwagon Radio. Turn it up. Let it go. I need to take some time to breathe.